Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix ninety four point one. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, January 23rd. Hope you all had a great weekend. It is so good to be back with you here on this chilly Monday morning. Thank you so much for all the calls, the texts, uh, the tweets that are coming in this morning with all of you uh, up and checking in. You can text us or call us anytime at 702-364-9400. Checking in this morning is Rudy. We have Rick Diane and Sarah Sandell. Buckeye Bob is listening this morning. Holly is listening. Brandon Michelle, so thank you for that. Also, checking in on Twitter, tweet us anytime at Mercedes in the AM. We have Mike checking in. Don is listening this morning. We have Jim, Marvin, and Alex all checking in. Good morning. Good morning to you. It's good to see you. How was how was your weekend? How are you feeling this morning? All's well in your world? Yeah, everything is good. Great weekend. Nice relaxing weekend. Uh, went uh, out to dinner this weekend. Uh, c- caught a movie just at home. We watched a, a movie um, yesterday. Went out and uh, did a little like shopping and lunch with one of my daughters. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to. Th- oh, and the Vegas Golden Knights game on Saturday. We went to that, so it was a lot of fun. And Saturday was a big win, right? Yeah, nice. they did really well. So that was nice to see. I was beginning to think I was bad luck for them, but the last two games I've gone to, they've won. So I'm like, okay, I'm not the bad luck curse anymore. And the retro jerseys aren't either because it was retro jersey night too, and they still won. So um, Anna, they had a wish kid there. Her name is Annabelle, and her wish is to be a member of the Golden Knights, and they signed her to like a one-day contract, oh. and it was amazing. She was, she was in the goal when at uh, right when they were like announcing the players with Logan Thompson and she was just in shock when she saw herself on the big screen oh it was gosh. the sweetest oh. thing and then she's high-fiving all the players and I said th- they won because of her like she needs to be at every right? single yeah. game she was so amazing so it was really nice for me how was your weekend uh, it was nice it was, it was relaxing kind of a, like a food-filled weekend we went out to dinner on Friday night and then um had uh, a late breakfast with some friends on Saturday morning, did some car stuff, did some horse stuff, 
And then I finally got down to, I, I talked about this for the past month, but Mercedes gave me a watch for my birthday back in 2013. I wear that thing every single day. It became like waterlogged years ago because I didn't have it sealed properly. And I need to get a fix, but I, but I never get a fix. I don't like being without that watch. Back in December, I was doing a TV thing at the Excalibur, took it off there, left it there. And it just, it just, things have always felt weird since that day. And I finally got down to back to the Excalibur on Saturday night, went in there, got my watch, put it on immediately. And just, it's so funny how things like that affect you. I put it on immediately. I'm like, ah, this feels right right now. So all's well in my world right now. And it still doesn't work, but it's back That's on your correct. wrist. That's, That's all correct. that matters. Well, here's the thing. The guy that was holding it too, he even noticed it did, didn't work. I said, did you look at it? He's like, oh, it's a beautiful watch. It's that you named the brand and everything. And, and I said, you notice it's not working? And he looked at it. He goes, Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. Because you should get it fixed. I'm like, I I know, I know. But I just need to know my have wrist. him drop it off to get it fixed, and then you could just go pick it up at the watch store. That would I should have yeah, Perfect. cut out a middleman, darn yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Well that's great. I'm glad you got that back. I know, yeah, that definitely I feel naked when I'm not wearing my watch or my jewelry or whatever it always feels weird yeah so i put that on saturday night and uh, all was well and then uh uh sunday watched some football and disappointing game for dallas cowboys fans so many san francisco 49ers fans out there here in las vegas that are very happy this morning it is very uh close to san francisco and yeah i saw i saw that there was a uh, a lot of celebrating going on and some some broken hearts too so sorry about your cowboys you're lucky they made it this far mm-hmm. though there's always the bright side on that one so yeah we're we're coming down to the wire here, and I'm sure we're going to talk more about the games coming up later this morning. But we are excited. We have so much happening this morning. We have a concert announcement to make, along with tickets to that concert. That'll happen in the 7 o'clock hour. We have Pop uh, Paw Patrol Live tickets. Parents, oh my gosh, this is going to be big. Those are coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. More Harlem Globetrotters tickets and more tickets to see Bruno Mars all this morning before 10 o'clock. So do not go anywhere. Let's kick off the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Tennessee by Arrested Development? Do you want to hear Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon? The Difference by The Wallflowers. Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. You can tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us. 702-364-9400. We're counting your votes now and revealing the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jeremy Renner shared a photo of himself receiving medical attention on his legs and thanked everyone for their well wishes. He wrote, I want to thank everyone for their messages and thoughtfulness for my family and I. These 30 plus broken bones will mend, grow stronger, just like the love and bond with family and friends deepens. Love and blessings to you all. 30 plus broken bones. So we received some comments from some of his Marvel co-stars. Chris Hemsworth said, you're a champion, mate. We love you. And then Chris Evans commented, that's one tough dude. Has anyone even checked on this snowcat? 
I'm glad he's doing better. That's uh, that's pretty serious, man. The 30-plus broken bones. That's no joke. Yeah, my gosh. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley's funeral was on Sunday at Graceland, and it was filled with friends and also plenty of music. Billy Corgan sang the Smashing Pumpkins track to Sheila. Axl Rose was there and sat down at the piano, and he played Guns N' Roses' song November Rain. Here's some of Axl's performance from Sunday. So if you want Morissette was there as well, and she performed a song of hers called Rest, and here is that. Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York, was there as well, and she read a poem. So it was a very emotional, music-filled day on Sunday. Yeah, it's just us. I still can't believe that she has passed away. It's just so sad. Yeah, every time you see the headline or something about it, kind of like, wait, what happened? Uh, We've been saying another celebrity's name wrong. Apparently, we've been saying Raven Simone's name wrong all these years. She revealed how it's really pronounced in a new TikTok. So take a listen to this. People out here real mad that um, I never said, hey, my name is Raven Simone, and you're watching Disney Channel. No, I didn't do that because at a very young age, I was told to tell everybody my name was Raven Simone, and it just never left my body. So, yes, I don't trip over it. I don't correct people, but the correct spelling of my name is pronounced Raven Simone, but you can call me Raven Simone. I'm not tripping over it. Oh, wow. Wow. She should have stood up and said, no, this is my name. I'm not going to say it the way you want me to say it. Yeah, correct things. Uh, But apparently she's cool with it. We kind of touched on the football games there in the opening uh, break there. But this weekend, as far as your picks, Mercedes, I mean, you're rock solid. You went three for four this weekend. And that one I missed, man. That was the one I was kind of on. I was kind of bummed I didn't go with uh, Cincinnati on it. Yeah, if we go back to the audio, too, that's the one where the other ones are boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Kansas City you picked over Jacksonville. Philly over the Giants, you pick that. Uh, then he went with the Bills over Cincinnati. Cincinnati uh, won that game. And then he had the Niners over the Cowboys, and uh, the Niners won that game. So we now have the NFL Conference Championship games are next, or this coming Sunday. Eagles and the 49ers. I'll, I'll wait till Friday to get your, your picks. But Eagles and 49ers, and then Cincinnati and Kansas City on Sunday as well. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen during the week. Yeah, exactly. Things change and everything. And you mentioned the Golden Knights winning on Saturday. They lost last night. But let's talk about UNLV and the Lady Rebels. They won again over the weekend. They're now uh, 9-0 and in their conference. They've won 10 games in a row, 19-2 and overall, number one in the Mountain West. But yet, I just checked, they are still not ranked. That is just a travesty. That is awful. And then also, did you see that we traded Derricka Hamby? On the aces, I was so sad about that. I saw that. I saw I'm her so sad stuff. About that. Was there? I, I need to read more about it. I saw, was there stuff? Was there a scandal behind it, or something went down behind it? I don't know if there's a scandal. I think I, I thought it was just a flat trade. I don't think anything bad happened, but I could be wrong. Who knows? I, yeah, I saw a post about it over the weekend. Yeah, that's yeah, I saw that. She was awesome. So sad about that. Did you go to L.A.? Was it? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, she 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 has been uh, she's been traded. Uh, we'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour, right around seven. 15. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1765. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome 
to the show on this Monday, January 23rd. So good to have you with us as we kick off the week. It is so cold. I mean, I know we shouldn't complain. I know there are other parts of the country that are way colder. But like last night we went on a walk and my face felt like I got frostbite. It was so, so <laughs> cold. I had a hat on, I had gloves on. I was, I zipped up my jacket that covered half my face and the part of my face that was not covered was like frozen. It's so brutal. I couldn't, I was kind of the same boat. I couldn't get warm yesterday watching the football games. Normally it max out heat in our house. We put it at like 70 and it was at 70 and I was just, I was cold all afternoon. Put up like 72, 73 and then going outside to play with the dogs and stuff. Same thing, bundled up and you know, you're, you grew up in the Denver area. I grew up up in the northeast and and this is not cold to those areas but i guess we've been here long enough where we step outside and it's you know 45 degrees it's like it's chilly out here here's the messed up thing we have our ac still on in my house do you really my husband will turn on the ac periodically because he gets hot he just runs hot and i'll be laying in bed shivering i'm like is the ac on he's like yeah, I'm hot. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm freezing. How do we have the air conditioning on in January? This does not make any sense. Um, and then once in a while when he knows I'm going to be upstairs and he's not going to be up there, he'll turn the heat on for me. But oh my gosh, it's just, <laughs> who has their AC on in January? I do. That's it. What's the temp? What is he What is he running at to keep the AC Ooh, on? I have no idea. I don't touch. I don't touch it. I touched it once and I messed something up. So I just, I don't touch anything. <laughs> in relation to the thermostat in my house. I do like it when I like it to be real cold and I always sleep. So this morning uh, I got up before Laura and I, I got up out of bed to start getting ready for work. And I'm like, oh, it is really cold up here. It was 61 degrees Ooh. upstairs and downstairs it was 63. So I do, I do like it. I'm, I'm there with Matt at night. I love it. I love it cold with the with the blankets on top and get warm underneath those blankets. But once Laura gets up, that's we turn the heat up and start to warm up the house. 63 outside. Perfect. Love it. 63 in my house for a reason. Can't stand it. I, I am not about that life. You, you kick on that fireplace? Um, I do. And then he is always like, this is making it so hot in here. I don't know why he runs like a, a fireplace. He just is like a chimney stack. <laughs> and I, I don't understand how someone can run so hot all the time. Does anyone else have that in the relationship where one of you runs really, really hot and the other one runs really cold? And he always says, well, it's much easier for you to put layers on and get warm than it is for me to take layers off and get cold. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I'm always like wearing sweats and sweaters and covering with blankets and all that stuff in my house. It's just, if you ever come to my house unannounced, you will see me probably <laughs> cuddled up in a ball just with piles of blankets on me. That's just how I roll in my house. Lips purple, shivering. I'll oh, come, yeah. I'll come home from the radio station and Laura, she'll have like a like a winter hat on. I'm like, you know, you can turn the heat up a little bit. Say she's like, I don't want to touch that thing. Like, just turn it up a couple degrees. But the thing is that when she does turn it up, Let's say it's. Let's say I didn't turn the heat on this morning. I left the house, and she wants to warm it up. Instead of going to like sixty six or something and bump it up a few degrees to get the heat going, she'll like go up to ten degrees to seventy three. You're like, dang, you went all in on this thing. Oh, that's what I would do too. I I do that in my car. I can always tell when my husband's been driving my car because it's like. 65 degrees in there. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I turn it up to 82. I'm like, this oh. is amazing. Look how nice and warm it is in my car. But with your fireplace, we haven't turned our fireplace on in years because anytime we do turn it on, it's nice for, for, for a little bit. And then it gets real, real hot down there, like super hot. And then it messes with the heat and the heat doesn't heat the rest of the downstairs. It just, it messes things up when that fireplace is on. I, um, it was funny because a couple weeks ago I was just 
beyond frozen. And uh-huh. I was like, I'm turning on the fireplace. And I, I flipped the switch. It's a gas fireplace and nothing happens. I'm like, oh, the pilot light is out. And so I have to, you know, get down and, you know, open the thing up and hit the turn the little knob and push it in and then hit the igniter and the igniter's not working. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I have to go and get like one of those like little things that I use to light candles with the little lighters, the, the long stick. And I I hit the thing and I, I put the the igniter thing in there and and it turns on and i'm like look at me i am like a handy woman fixing the fireplace it was nice and warm and so then my husband gets home he goes you turn on the fireplace i was like yeah he goes i thought the pilot light was out i was like it was did you blow it out so i wouldn't use this it was you he's like no 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 i just noticed it was out i was like and you didn't relight it yeah i see how you are that pilot meant Applaud you for getting that pilot light lit because sometimes that thing can be suit. It takes a while sometimes. I think it's tricky down there yeah. with the pilot lights. I was uh, I was very proud of myself. Then I went to because we have a fireplace in our front room, the uh-huh. room that nobody ever goes in. And I was like, I'm just gonna make sure this pilot light is working, and it was, so I didn't have to fix it. Let's talk about today's show. There, there's something happening every hour. Let's let's go start the nine o'clock hour because it continues. Weekends with Adele, your chance to win a staycation for two. Two nights and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Steph saw Adele. We'll have to get her review of the show. Uh, she saw Adele over the weekend. Uh, 8 o'clock hour. Tickets to go see Bruno Mars. That's happening at 825. And then check this out in about 15 minutes. We got that early edition of Heads Up. And when you win, four tickets to Paul Patrol Live. So we are stacked this morning. And up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? We've got Miley breaking records. Kylie confirming her son's name. And Wendy is bringing back a fan favorite. That's coming up next in what's trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We've got heads up coming up here in about five minutes. And tickets for you to Paw Patrol Live. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Miley Cyrus is trending this morning. The singer's new single is a certified smash. Her new single, Flowers. It hit a major milestone on Friday. It became the most streamed song in a single week in Spotify history. Spotify itself paid tribute to her, posting the milestone to Twitter and noting that she can buy her own flowers. The impressive showing of the single bodes very well for it coming out on the top of the Billboard Hot 100 when the charts come out later today. The previous holder of that record was BTS with Butter, which set a then-record of 99.37 million Spotify streams in the first seven days. It is a great song. It's one of those songs, the first time, at least here, first time I heard it. I, I, I loved it. It's a great sounding song. Yeah, the, the song is great. I like the video. I just can't wait for the whole album to come out in March. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that. So she is trending this morning. Kylie Jenner is trending this morning. Wolf has a new name. Kylie announced that their baby boy will now be called Air. She made the announcement on Instagram on Saturday, and she also shared a full picture of her son revealing his full face for the very first time. Now, Kylie and Travis Scott originally named their son Wolf Jacques Webster, but she announced on March 21st that they had changed it, saying, we just really didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing Wolf 
everywhere. A source says that while the couple liked Wolf at first, they ultimately wanted to change or to choose the perfect name that they both loved. Um, the couple recently called it quits for the second time, but she finally has announced the official name and it is Air with an E. A lot of people were calling him like Airy. It's just Air, like the air you breathe. That's cool. That's a cool sound of name. Yeah. Air Jenner or Air Scott, either whatever the last name is. Yeah, I like the sound of that. So that is trending. And then Wendy's is trending. The Vanilla Frosty is back for the winter. A lot of people were upset when they took it away. They put it on pause back in June because they wanted to make way for the Strawberry Frosty, which was then replaced by the Peppermint Frosty back in November. Well, during the Vanilla Frosty's hiatus, the brand's signature Chocolate Frosty, that remained available on menus nationwide, but no word yet on when or if Wendy's plans to introduce another seasonal flavor, but a lot of people just love that vanilla frosty, and they were going crazy on social media when they announced that they were bringing it back. You can find the vanilla frosty now at participating Wendy's locations nationwide, and that is what's trending. Here we go with heads up on this Monday morning, caller twenty, right now seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. That's you. You're playing heads up, and we got a cool prize. We have four tickets for Paw Patrol Live. The Great Pirate Adventure. It's happening February 10th. And if you want to go, now is your chance. Caller 20, you get to play Heads Up. You pick your category. You pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. You will also be qualified for a grand prize. We'll put you in the running for it. It's a VIP package with premium seat and exclusive photo ops with the Popper Toll characters after the show. Um, and so it's going to be a lot of fun. Caller 20, you get to play Heads Up right now. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. It's Amber. You're caller 20. Amber, you ready to play Heads Up? Yeah, I'm excited. All right, let's get you these Paw Patrol live tickets and qualify you for the grand prize. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Lunar New Year, Handwriting, Apple Pie, Peanut Butter Jelly Time, or Beer Pong? Uh, let's do apple pie. Apple pie. National Pie Day is today. Not like 3.14, but actual pie. It is National Pie Day. So these are all different flavors of pie. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'll go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Amber, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to go see Paw Patrol Live. Ladies, you start now. We usually have this flavor at Thanksgiving. Um, Pumpkin pie? Yes. Um, this is a, a red circular fruit. Cherry pie? Yes. This is a good old classic uh, apple pie. Yes. This is where you might get it in Florida. It's a little tart. Um. Yes, Um, this is like another kind of fall pie. It's made with nuts. Sweet Um, potato. um, Oh, pecan pie. Yes, this is, um, you might have this in the summer. Um, You you, um, dip it maybe in whipped cream, these little red fruits. Strawberry pie. Yes. Yes. You got it. Congratulations, Amber. (laughs) Thank you. 
Amber, wow. My daughter will be so excited. She loves Paw Patrol. Well, you guys crushed it. Yeah, you just got those tickets. Four tickets to Paw Patrol Live, the great pirate adventure happening on Friday. And then you're qualified for that grand prize, the VIP package, which includes um, premiums and exclusive photo op with Paw Patrol characters after the show. So you're all set. Congratulations. Then we're doing Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets to go see Bruno Mars. It's Mix 94.1. What I'm about to say is going to sound completely ridiculous. I already know this. People are going to be like, who does that? But I really do feel like there is a small group of us that exist out there. And what I'm talking about are people who plan their day around their hair. Or maybe their weeks around their hair. Let, let me explain. Okay, so... I was so excited. Friday night, I was finally going to try a new restaurant um, that I've been wanting to go to for a long time. It was a Korean barbecue restaurant. It's called Hobok. It, and I've just been wanting to go there for like over a year. It really excited. Everybody I've talked to has said that it is so great. And I was just really excited. So my daughter and I met a friend and her nephew there. And we had a great time. And the food was fantastic. And we walk out the door just nice and full. It was so good. And I'm like, (sniffs) and my hair just reeked. I mean, it just smelled like meat. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, why did I come on a Friday? I should have come on a hair washing night. (laughs) Does anyone do that where you plan your day around your hair? Maybe this is just ridiculous, but it was funny because then um, I had posted that I was there on my Instagram stories and uh, a friend of mine, she messaged, she's like, that place is so good. Oh my God. And I said, I have to wash my hair now. She goes, oh, I only go there on hair washing nights. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so there's two of us. There's two of us. Does anyone plan around something kind of ridiculous maybe it's your hair maybe it's something else do you do you think okay well i'm doing this tomorrow but maybe i should change it to this day so it coincides with this what what do you plan around what's the weird thing 702-364-9400 we've got a restaurant that we kind of plan around um um, based on the fact that it's one of those restaurants maybe kind of maybe kind of like this where you leave and your hair too would smell but also your your clothes like did your clothes smell when you left oh yeah Yeah. everything smelled yeah so so we know when we go there this place downtown we're gonna go we're gonna have a great time but let's not do anything afterwards. We know this this stench is just, and maybe it's the ventilation down there. Uh, I don't know what it is, but you walk out of there and there's a certain odor on your clothes and in your hair. And we were going to uh, a CES event a couple weeks ago, and it was this restaurant was kind of towards that area. And Laura's like, "Let's go have dinner at this restaurant." It's been a while since we've been down there. I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." We're talking about it all week, and then the Friday day of, we're like, we can't do that because we go to that restaurant. We're gonna go to this party afterwards, and we're gonna be the smelly couple. So we ended up skipping the restaurant and just going right to the party. That's uh, I, I mean, I get it. It, it's, but it's not like Korean barbecue because I know why I smelled. It's because the food's being cooked literally right in front of my face and and like drifting into my hair. This place isn't like that. It's not a Korean barbecue. It's oh. just I think it's it's downtown. It's an older building. I, I just think it's the ventilation system. I just oh. think the ventilation system is super super bad. That it's just you walk out of there and it's just like, okay, we got this going on. You know, and and these clothes. When we go there and say we go right home afterwards, I know the next day you got to wash this stuff. It's, it's not an outfit you're going to wear the next day or over the weekend. The clothes have got to be washed. And, and 
and the end result there was like I would do it again. I would absolutely do it again. It was so good and I was like worth it. But it was just funny because I got home and I'm, I just immediately walked to the shower. I put my purse down and walked upstairs. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is not good. Steph, you have long hair. Is it maybe something just with long hair or do you do that with shorter hair? Do you do you plan around stuff like that? I do. I do. I actually think my hair curls better when it's a little bit oily. I don't know what it is. but So what I do is, like for example, we went to Adele this past weekend and I was going to curl my hair. And I was like, yes, yeah, it's a little oily. It can eat a whole better but what ended up happening is I ran out of time so I just did my hair in a bun and I was I don't know why but I felt very insecure about my hair being in a high bun because I never ever do my hair in a high bun and my and James was like you look great you need to do the bun like do you think I have like 10 minutes just to curl my hair really quick I'm like he's like you could but I really think the high bun looks great so I didn't have time to curl my hair but I ended up doing a high one. I guess I, I think it worked. It's so funny that you say that because um, my daughter, she says to me, did you see Steph's Instagram picture? And I was like, yeah. She goes, she looks so pretty. She was like, oh my gosh, how pretty did she look? I'm like, I know, right? I thought that high bun look was amazing on Aww. you it looked so good but it was just so funny the way she said it. she goes she looked so pretty it was so cute <laughs> should i do high buns more often uh, every day's the high bun now <laughs> now for, for both of you will you plan then so like what is your optimum amount of days without washing your hair after like three days you think it's the best is there is there a prime time when you feel that your hair is at its best Probably like day three. Yeah, day three is, but that doesn't mean I wash it after that. I usually, this is gross, but I usually wash my hair once or twice a week. I, I just, I don't need to wash it that much. My hair doesn't get that oily, but the thing with me is it, it just takes forever to blow dry it. It takes so long. So I just will avoid it at all costs. But if you have a big event on a Saturday night, will you kind of coordinate your hair washing? Would you wash it in on Wednesday? So, you know, going into Saturday night, your hair will be at its prime. Um, look. You know what I'll do? I'll also do my, uh, I'll work around my workout schedule. Uh -huh. So like if I have something on Saturday night, I'm like, I'm not going to do a really sweaty workout today. I'll just walk because I don't want to have sweaty head and then my hair gets all greasy. So I will, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do anything difficult today. Uh, it's really bad. Don says I plan around laundry day. Certain things I wear fancy other days for casual depends on the laundry day. Uh, this one says, that's funny. I actually have to wash my hair every day. I mean, sometimes I don't on weekends, but that's if I don't really have anything planned. And FYI, I have long hair. I wish I could. I just, I'm too lazy. I really am. It's a drying time. You it's, save time every day. Yeah. I love the feel of clean hair, but oh, man, I don't have 45 minutes to dry my hair. <laughs> Coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about Gen Z. What do they want to be? When they grow up, do they all want to be YouTubers? That is coming up. Also, believing you're attractive may actually help you in life. We'll tell you about that. And as you're headed to work this morning, getting in your car, what is your biggest driving pet peeve? We're going to talk about uh, a new discussion coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. According to a new study, Gen Zers are interested in the same traditional careers as generations before them. Young people today are more likely to job hop, but they are also looking for stability by pursuing careers as CEOs, doctors, and engineers. A lot of uh, the older generations just assume they want to be TikTok stars or content creators or YouTube stars, but Gen Zers surveyed say their top career goals were business person, doctor, and engineer, Artist took the fourth spot. Gen Zers also tend to prefer larger companies, with 58% saying they prefer a big or mid-sized corporation over a startup or a government job. Their leading motivator as they advance in their careers is personal fulfillment and wealth. Gen Zers care more about their employer's stance, too, on social issues than previous generations. Just 9% of respondents said societal impact is their top driver when it comes to work. You said this last week how you have faith in Gen Z and think and think great things are going to be coming from uh, Gen Z. And, and I'm right there with you. I look at uh, your daughters as the flag bearers of that generation because they're my go-to for that generation. And I have a lot of faith in Gen Z. I think some good things are coming. I Yeah, I really think that Gen Z is a, a great group and just in dealing with them, not just my kids, but other Gen Zers, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you guys are on the ball. They're smart. They're not lazy. Um, they are really kind of 
outside the box thinkers. Um, yeah, I have a lot of faith in Gen Z. I'm I have very excited too. For yeah, yeah. it works. Exciting times ahead of us. Exactly. <laughs> also, this morning, physical attractiveness may play a major role in feeling that life is meaningful. There were a few studies, and they revealed that the more attractive you believe yourself to be the more likely you are to feel that your life has significance. One study found that people who rated themselves as attractive were more likely to find meaning in life. And the concept of meaning in life was kind of broken down into three facets. You had coherence, purpose, and significance. And of those, significance was the most strongly correlated with feelings of attractiveness. Another study revealed that older people were no different from college students. Those who felt attractive were more likely to experience more meaning in life. And then um, on this other study, it was related to feelings of significance. And they showed that, uh, People who rate themselves as attractive experience more more feelings of a meaningful life than those who don't. So if you just, you know, what is it? Fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. If you just kind of fake it and say, hey, whether you believe it or not, if you don't tell yourself you believe it and you can have a more meaningful life. According to that study, it falls under confidence, I would think. Then if you're confident, um, you know, the way you look, that confidence probably spin over into other things you do in life. Yeah, I yeah, definitely. Um, finally, this morning, everyone needs to relax when driving and not let other drivers ruin your vibe. But even if you have that restraint, every driver has one thing that bothered, bothers them more than anything else. Um, people online are talking about their biggest driving pet peeves, and several people have mentioned nice holes. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that on the air. Yes, yes, you are. What is a nice hole? Uh, people who think they're being nice, but what they're doing is actually very dangerous. Yes. 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 So, for example, one person said, nice people who stop in the middle of a roundabout to let cars enter. Or randomly stopping on a road to let someone in oncoming traffic turn left in front of them. Or waving people through a four-way stop when it's your turn to go. Those are... Nice holes. Uh, not following the rules of the road is dangerous to other drivers as well as bicyclists and pedestrians because they don't know what's going on. But one person put it this way. Don't be polite. Be predictable. Some of the other driving pet peeves people have mentioned, um, people who jump out from a side street or a parking lot cutting you off and then the drive, they drive slower than you were driving or people holding up everyone by trying to make a left turn at a time where it's borderline impossible or or when there's a sign saying right turn only um not accelerating up the on-ramp people driving with their high beams on them in traffic there's just like so many to list on here really it would take us two hours to go through all of these when you had a little teaser there the first thing i thought of was people that don't use their blinkers but i, but I never heard that term before and I'm switching it to that because it's so on point. We all encounter that person. That, yeah, they're trying to be nice, but you're expecting them to turn right on the street. Instead, they're slowing down so you can make your left. Like, no, you have the right of way. Go, 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 go. And it causes confusion. You're now extra slowing down. The car behind you has a slowdown. Nice holes. That's an eye-opening thing this morning. Yeah, just uh, don't worry about being nice. Just make sure you obey the rules of the road. And if that makes you means that you take the initiative and you just go first, just go first. Yeah. Let's just not hold everybody up on this one. <laughs> you nice holes. <laughs> Uh, hey, 7 o'clock hour, we've got our 7 a.m. social club, so we go live on Facebook and YouTube the entire hour while songs are playing, during commercials, we can chat with you guys. That starts in exactly three minutes. It truly is the end of an era. The end of an era if you were a fan of the Regal Cinemas, 
on Sahara and Fort Apache. They're closing because of the the Regal Cinema bankruptcy filing. They're they're one of the theaters that are closing. That's so sad. I saw that over the weekend. They're shutting down forty theaters, and that, and that's one of them that that's uh, that'll be shutting their doors. And and that was like uh, I haven't been to um, a movie in a while, but back in the day, that was like our our go to spot was going there. And there should be a um, maybe it's still there. There was like an old school candy shop next door, and I remember going to see movies there. Um, with Mix 94.1, doing premieres and taking my buddy's kids there. That was like a that was a new theater. It's not going to be there anymore. That saddens me a little bit. Now, the Regal Cinemas in Red Rock and downtown Summerlin and the other ones in Vegas, they're, they're staying open. That's the only one that's closing here locally. But yeah, that was like a staple. So many movies that we saw there. And that was... Like, that was kind of our place with all the restaurants in there, and I used to live, like, two blocks away, so that uh, that was where we used to always go, but that's going to be sad. I And it's, I, I actually feel conflicted saying that sometimes, because it's like, well, if you liked it so much, why didn't you go there? Because yeah. I don't go to movies there anymore, so <laughs> I do get it, and that happens with a lot of places that close down, and I'm like, no, this can't close down. I love that place. Well, when's the last time you went there? Oh, you know, like when I just remember when the Riviera, when they tore down the Riviera and everyone's like, no, I'm like, I've never set foot into the Riviera. And here I am, like complaining that I'm so sad about it. It's like, OK, you got to really analyze what you're saying before you say it. Yeah, with the Riv, too. I remember like, oh, my gosh, I used to go to, to the top of the Riv was their comedy club. They had had a top at top of the hotel. I used to go to the top of the Riv and then Crazy Girls. I went to one comedy show and then I saw Crazy Girls when I first moved to town. And that was X amount of years ago. I'm like, same boat. I haven't been in the Riviera in years, but here I am complaining that it's shutting down. What else has shut down that that you miss? Like, is, is there something that that you truly do miss? It wasn't just like one of those things like, oh, no, that can't close down. But you actually went to it. You actually liked it. What do you what what's gone now that used to be here that you truly miss? 702-364-9400. I drove down Maryland Parkway uh, a couple weeks ago, and I haven't uh, driven down Maryland Parkway by you and I'll be in a long time. And just paying attention to what's going on and so many more different fast food places there, restaurants, so many places close. Moose's is gone. Tom and Jerry's is gone. But I remember the very first LVAC that I used to go to was Trop and Maryland Parkway. So if you're going east on Tropicana, you hit Maryland Parkway, you turn right, about two blocks down, there's a 7-Eleven, and on the left-hand side, a tiny, tiny little building, and that was an LVAC back in the day, and I, was, I pointed out to Laura, and it's small, I'm like, that used to be my LVAC. She's like, that's tiny building, I'm like, yeah, that was one of the locations, they shut it down because they opened up more in town, but I'm like, yeah, that was like my go-to gym back in the day, and it's now boarded up. What what is the thing uh, for you? I think uh, for me, I I don't know if anyone even remembers this place, but again, just saying that Saharan Fort Apache was kind of my area. This was there. There's two things that I miss. Um, do you remember Boston Chicken? Mm-hmm. I loved that place. Yes, we used to go eat there all the time. It was like it was so good. I'm. It's called Boston Chicken, right? Was it called Boston Chicken? Uh, I remember going to them in D.C. and then coming out here. Yeah, because it was Sahara and Fort Apache, right? Maybe. Boston Market. Boston, Boston Market. Market. That's Boston what Market. it was. Boston Market. And they had chicken there. I miss Boston Market. And then right next to the Boston Market, there was a place called Lamar's Donuts. And I loved Lamar's Donuts. I don't get donuts that often, but they had this blueberry donut, this blueberry cake donut, which is probably the best donut I've ever had in my life. It is so good. And they don't have it here anymore. There's a Lamar's in, in Colorado still, um, and I'll see it when I go home, but 
Boston Market and Lamar's Donuts. I miss those places. They went away, oh. and I want them to come back. What is the place for you? 702-364-9400. Naomi, good morning. Good morning. What What do you miss that went away? The Country Inn. They had the best scones ever. It was like, um, like I don't. I think it was more like Southern type cooking. It was just such a great restaurant. My family used to go there all the time. We even went there for Thanksgiving dinner once. It was such a wonderful restaurant. I'm so sad it's gone still, and it's been gone for like 20 years. Where but, was I that? Mean, I I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't remember it. Where was it? Okay, so I really cannot remember the cross streets, but it was more like southeast part of town. Like, okay. Um, like, I think probably like Sahara, Spring Mountain, somewhere around there. Country Inn. I'm totally looking this up because I feel like I vaguely remember that. That was an... And then she just jogged my memory. Do you remember Memphis Barbecue? Yeah. Memphis on, Championship Barbecue? On Rainbow, right? Well, there was one on Rainbow. Yeah. There was one and when she said Southeast Las Vegas. I was thinking of the one that I think was on Warm Springs in... Ah. Uh, is that not here anymore? I don't think it's here anymore. Oh, I know. I love this that place. This is so sad. <laughs> do, you, uh. do you remember where, when we used to go to Blockbuster and Hollywood Video, which was your go-to? Do you remember where your go-to location was? Oh, I was Blockbuster all the way. Do, yeah. you, do you remember exactly where, where it was oh, yeah. in town? Oh, yeah, Sahara and Fort Apache. That's where I went to everything. That was my place. <laughs> <laughs> everything was there. The Regal Cinemas, the Lamar's Donuts, the Boston Market, the, <laughs> the Blockbuster. <laughs> that was my spot. It was one stop. Did they have pickup sticks there? Because I remember there, there was yes. a... There was a Regal Cinema, I think oh. Green Valley Parkway, and it had a pickup sticks, and that was like college date night. You go to a movie, and you go next door to pickup sticks, and you have some dinner. Pickup sticks, that that chicken they mm. had, their house chicken, was so good. Oh my gosh, this is making me, I want to say homesick, but this is still home. It's just, why, why did they have to go away? There's a great Instagram account. It's called like Vegas in the 90s or something like that. It has all these places that just, you know, were popular here in the 90s that are no longer around because, you know, things change. People are uh, texting Kenny Rogers Roasters, uh, the video store that was on Flamingo and Pecos. Yeah, oh my gosh, yes, that was my go-to. <laughs> Tom and Jerry's, mm-hmm. uh, Boston Market, Fresh and Easy, uh, the theme park at MGM Grand, Pink Taco. Black Angus. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about Black, Black Angus. Angus. Oh, my God. I remember when people would intentionally uh, block out the G in Angus. <laughs> I, like, that, that was like the prank. I'm like, wait a second. What is that place called? Yeah, the people behind Black Angus when they came to the marketing. They should have thought more about their signs yeah. the way they placed them. Shouldn't be able to reach them that easily. Hey, we have the dirt coming up here in about 10 minutes, and Alec Baldwin makes a controversial move regarding the movie Rust. Details in about 10 minutes. But first, we have a very big concert announcement for you guys. Yes, we do. And not only do we have this announcement, but we will have your tickets this hour. Coming to Las Vegas on July 15th, the T-Mobile Arena Nickelback. Nickelback is bringing their Get Rollin' Tour to the T-Mobile Arena with Brantley Gilbert and special guest Josh Ross. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m., but we will have your tickets this hour. The Get Rollin' Tour. Coming to Las Vegas. Tickets, we said 740, right? Tickets this hour at 740 for you to go see Nickelback. You will literally be the first person to have your tickets to go see Nickelback.
rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. What do you think of this? So Alec Baldwin will continue starring in the movie Rust. Yes, Rust will continue filming, and Alec, he's still in it. An attorney for the movie says the production will now have on-set safety supervisors and union crew members and will bar any use of working weapons or any ammunition. Baldwin and the movie's armorer, her name is Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, are both facing involuntary manslaughter charges for the killing of the cinematographer. And let's not forget that the director of that movie was also wounded. He didn't die, but he was wounded as well. I mean, I, I just... I feel like if I was an actor on a movie and someone gave me a gun, I would assume there's not a bullet in there. I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I guess I'm on his side on this, but I don't know the ins and outs, and I don't know about the firing and this and that. But so I, I think he should finish it. That's just my opinion. In like honor of her. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's a, it's such a sensitive topic, but. It's just so sad. Like, what did what was the armorer doing? I don't understand how someone gave him that with a real bullet in there. That just does not make sense to me. And why were there live rounds on the set? I'm sure all the stuff will come to light once the once the trial starts. But yeah, because there was live ammunition all over the set. Like, why did why is there live ammunition on the set to to even have that chance of a, a live round going in that gun? Kelly just mentioned on our 7 a.m. social club, and I feel the same way. She says, I don't know if it's just me, but I would feel guilty watching that movie, knowing it's making money after a loss of life on that set. I agree. I, I probably will not see it because I would just feel terrible that, that entire time uh, about the whole situation. Well, there was that movie in the 90s, came out in 1994, I think, um, Crow and Brandon Lee, the son of Bruce Lee. The movie was like 90% done and I think it was the same thing like a live round or something he died on the set of the movie and they still finished it they had to have someone stand in and kind of film some last minute scenes and everything but they and they put it out as a tribute to him because the movie was pretty much done and he wanted this was his big film was called uh, The Crow and uh, yeah I remember going to see that in the theaters but at the same time watching him like uh yeah there's just something that it's the ick yeah, yeah. but it was it was a great movie and the way he was just uh, acting in the movie was fantastic but the back of your mind to think ah this is the movie that he dies in Cobra Kai is coming to an end with its upcoming sixth season there's no word on when it, it'll debut but a Netflix preview promises it will be the biggest and baddest season yet and Cobra Kai has been a huge hit not many shows have that kind of longevity at Netflix. The Crown and a show called Big Mouth are the only scripted shows currently in production that have made it six seasons. Wow. I, I, I watch it every season. I was very excited about the cameo, the celebrity cameo in the pre, in last season. Did you watch it? I did not. No, I'm a couple oh, seasons it behind. It was a huge name. A huge name. And I was like, why? what is she doing in this show? I could not believe it. Steph, did you watch this past season of Cobra Kai? I don't want to give it away in case anyone's going to go back and watch it. Did you watch? I haven't. It was really that big. It was a huge. I'll put it on the put screen. Put it on the screen. I want to know. Let's uh, see how big. I couldn't believe it. Let's see her. They mentioned her, her name and they mentioned her appearing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be one of those things where she stands them up or whatever. But she showed really? up. On, she was on it. As herself? <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's cool. Is she I, taking karate lessons? Uh, I can't tell you. It was, very, it was a surprise, but it was. Uh, I was like, wow, okay, she's really on this. Where are we now five seasons in? Because I saw like the first two, I think. Who who, who are like, who's going at her? We, we have new 
Like, it, what's changes. The it changes. It changes every season. <laughs> but as of right now, I think Daniel and Johnny are on the same side. They're on the same team. I think. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of uh, shows and movies, James Cameron joins an exclusive club this weekend. One that includes only himself. He's the sole director in the history with three movies that have crossed the two billion mark. So Avatar, The Way of the Water, crossed the mark on Sunday. And then his two other movies that have crossed over the two billion mark include the original Avatar with 2.9 billion and then Titanic with 2.1 billion. By the way, Titanic turns 25 this year and is going to be re-released in theaters in February. Wow, that's that's crazy money. No, that's just ridiculous. Um, the NFL this weekend, Mercedes, you went three for four with your picks. The only one, uh, game you got wrong was the Cincinnati and Buffalo game. You went with Buffalo. Cincinnati won that game. But outside of that, you were money this weekend. Yeah, that was the one I struggled with, and I picked the losing uh, team on that one. But, um, yeah, we're getting down to the wire here. Yeah, Philly and San Francisco, and then Cincinnati and Kansas City uh, in the championship games on Sunday. Are these the greatest video games of all time? So 2,000 adults were surveyed by one poll to determine the greatest video games of all time. I'm going to start at 10 and run through down to 1. Tell me if you played it, if you liked it, don't like it, all right? Okay. Number 10, Space Invaders. Uh, it was okay. I don't really remember that one. The Sims. Yes, I was obsessed with The Sims. I played that all the time. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, yeah, I wasn't very good at it, but I tried. Sonic's number eight. Number seven is Tetris. Yes, I'm obsessed. I, I love doing Tetris with things in my closet, too, trying to fit everything. <laughs> Real perfectly. life Tetris? Yes. Uh, number six is Call of Duty. Um, my husband plays, played. It was, it, it was fine. Number five is Pac-Man. Oh, uh, it's fine. Number four is Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I used to play that. Very surprised at some of the things you could do on that video <laughs> game. Very surprised. Did you just like, attack random people? Oh, and it was yeah. Just, like, and there was just like, you know, prostitutes. And it was just very Did you have, like do things with the prostitute? Or was it like... I, I, it's been a while. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, number three is Super Mario World. Oh, Okay. Number, uh, yeah. Number two is Mario Kart. Mario Kart's my favorite. Number one is FIFA. Oh, okay. FIFA's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mario Kart is my absolute favorite video game. Would you play it on the Wii back in the day? Uh, yeah. And then now I have it on my uh, app on my phone. I'll play it every now. And oh, there's a, a Mario Kart app on your phone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you can't find me, I'm playing Mario Kart on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up. So uh, this hour, we announced that Nickelback they're going to be here in July at T-Mobile Arena. We've got your tickets coming up here uh, right around 7:40. Of you. I never even thought to ask this as a question. I've never even thought that people don't do it this way. And there's a laundry debate that is unfolding on TikTok. There's a a girl that made a video and it has to do with her pajamas. Steph, did you put the audio in there? Is it in there? Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, here's the audio and and see what you think. This is uh, off of TikTok. Here we go. I need to know people wear pajamas like multiple nights in a row. When I was younger, my parents always made us wear pajamas like multiple nights in a row because they weren't dirty. So I need to know if like as adults, we're still doing that. Are we wearing pajamas multiple nights? What What's the situation? So her name's Allison and she says she wears her pajamas multiple nights in a row. And like, that's just what she was conditioned to do since she was a kid. And I could not believe the comments. That were like, ew, that's disgusting. Why Why would you even consider wearing your pajamas more than once without washing them? And I'm reading these and I'm like, oh, dear. 
I do the same thing. I do people really wash like create more laundry for themselves every single night? Do you, are you a once a time one time wearer of pajamas or do you wear them for multiple nights? What does everybody do? I thought it was just a common thing that you wore them for like 3 or 4 nights and got a new pair. 3 or 4 nights, get a new pair. I didn't realize people were wearing them different ones every single night. I don't even own that many pajamas. How many different pairs of pajamas do you have? Okay, maybe I do own that many pajamas. I, I don't know. I have a lot of pajamas. I have the, what I sleep in is like pajama pants, like mm-hmm. the baggy pajama pants and a tank top. If it's cold out, it, like if I'm really cold, I might wear a sweatshirt instead. But that's like my standard pajama outfit. And I wear it. I wear that for like three or four nights. And then I, I, I wear it again the next night. And then I get new pajamas. But I always take a shower at night. So I'm clean getting into them. I, d- I don't believe I sweat or anything at night and just kind of lay there. And then why wouldn't you wear them again? The uh, I- I'm thinking about this. And with, as far as pajamas at night, I wear a box of briefs and I've got three pair. They're black and I hardly ever wash them. And same thing because I shower every night, get, come home from the gym, shower. I like to be clean going to bed. And the only time like my rotation is so in the morning I have them on and I'll wear them to the bathroom. I'll take them off and I'll kind of hang them up by the shower and uh, the only time I'll go to wash them is when I do my nighttime shower. Sometimes they get wet. So I'm looking for the pair. I'm like, oh, these are kind of on the moist side, the wet side from being near the shower. So I'll throw them in like the hamper and then I'll just grab that second pair. But I'll go multiple nights. There's like three there just like constantly rotating, but I'm not washing them every night. I'll go, I'll go a few days before I change them out. Now, why do I feel like that's gross? Because <laughs> I think it's because it's underwear. But it's, and not, I would never rewear my underwear. But even with a clean body, you know, they're not they're not tidy white. They're not super tight. They're a little bit on the looser side, uh, black. And I'll probably go. I'll go three. I would say three nights before I change them out again. Three pair rotating through. But I go to bed every night clean. Um, you know, I'm just I, I shower at night as well. You think that's you think that's gross though because it's I, you're saying boxer briefs and my husband wears boxer briefs and I know that like if they're like what I'm envisioning, that's mm-hmm. just his underwear. Yeah, and I like. I don't think I would ever wear my, the same underwear three nights in a row. But again, I'm wearing the pajamas three nights in a row. So is there that big of a deal? I don't know why underwear to me, in my mind, that's a that's totally different than pajamas. You but think I should be washing them? You'd wash those every night or change them out every night? I would just get a least? new pair. Yeah. But, but again, it, why is it different? Why is it different? What do you clean. guys do? Stepping out of the shower clean, putting them on clean, sleeping them. Maybe there's some sweat. I'm not a really big sweater at night, but wake up, take them off, and uh, go about my day. Yeah, that's. What do you guys think? Is that the same thing? Is uh, wearing rewearing underwear night after night the same as rewearing pajamas night after night? And do you even rewear, or are you literally washing, like picking out a new pair of pajamas every single night? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred is our number. You can call us. You can text us. Uh, this one says, "I'll wear them multiple nights, but keep my underwear on." Why do people think it's gross? Oh, so you even have that extra layer of protection there, Karen. Do you wear the same underwear, though, like JC? That's my question. At, at night with your uh, pajama pants, Mercedes, is there any underwear on or no, just those pants? I don't, I don't wear any underwear because they're really baggy pants, and you're supposed to let things breathe. Mm-hmm. So I don't do that, but that's just me. Uh, this one says, this is there is no way I'm doing that much laundry. You want to wash your PJs every night, you can live somewhere else. No, no, no wearing underwear multiple days in a row. There better be underwear in the laundry for each day. No nasty Jonas. <laughs> uh, this one says, um, 
I'll wear them multiple nights in a row. Uh, this one says, yes, a few wears before I wash, especially because I bathe before bed. Multiple nights, multiple nights. Okay, so th then I don't feel as bad. This one says, you forgot the the um, the sweat, the the boy's sweat. I can see down there. throughout the day, but I, I'm not sweating that much at night. And they're not super tight. I, I wear, I like tidy whities during the day, but at night, these are, these are loose fitting. They're comfortable. They're not uh, super like baggy, but they're, but they're loose fitting. So there's not, it's nothing's like bolt, you know, bunched up inside there, but it works for me. The, th the three boxer brief rotation that I have going to my house. Shannon wants to know, what about towels? What do you do? Do you use the same towel or do you change your towel every week? I, uh, I use my, the same towel uh, probably three or four times. I think I have it on the same rotation as my pajamas, quite frankly, now that I think about it. Um, and then I get a new towel. Those ones get washed. And then we recycle, reuse and recycle. About a three-day turnaround yeah, on towels? because then they start smelling moldy and nasty. What do you do? Um, the same way. There's um, Laura and I each have two towels each. So it's kind of like a rotation system. So I, I changed. I got a new clean towel this morning. Um, so the second towel in goes to the laundry bin. That first towel moves over. So it's a two towel. They constantly have two towels that I'm working with. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm changing one out every three days. What about sheets? Uh, sheets, I should do it once a week, but it's it's mostly once every two or three weeks because we don't sleep in our sheets. We well, that's right. We sleep on top <laughs> of right. our sheets. We, we sleep really weird. We literally sleep. There's like bottom sheet, top sheet, blanket. And then I sleep on top of that with a blanket over me. It's so ridiculous how we so sleep. Sheets, yeah, once a month you can do those sheets. <laughs> nothing, nothing happening with yeah. those sheets. Uh, coming up here in about 30 seconds, those tickets to go see Nickelback. We also have the Hot 3 up next. What do you got for us? All right. How many sad days do we experience in a month? We're going to talk about that. Also, what are the lamest U.S. landmarks to visit? And speaking of TikTok, the hangover cure that's going viral and it only involves one ingredient. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. We just announced it this hour. Nickelback, get rolling world tour. It's coming to the T-Mobile Arena in July. And the tickets don't even go on sale until Friday. But you can get yours right now. Caller 20. You're going to see Nickelback. You want to go? Be caller 20 at 702-364-9400. Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning, Ann. Hi, good morning. You're caller 20. Just got them. Oh. Win them before you can buy them tickets. You literally just got the first pair of tickets to go see Nickelback. Oh. Their Get Rolling World Tour in July at the T-Mobile Arena. Congratulations. Wow, how lucky I am. Super lucky. Not that lucky because your phone just cut out, but so, sort of lucky. Yeah. Uh, we got you here, Ann. Hold on one second. We've got these tickets for you to go see Nickelback all week long and at 740. And the next hour at 825, those tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. A new study of adults found that we experience an average of eight sad days a month, with a quarter of them feeling their lowest during January. Winter weather, shorter days, darker mornings and evenings, and feeling cold were identified with some of the biggest causes of the blues. This uh, beam, beams out 10,000 lux of white light, which is the recommended amount to create ambient daylight to help combat um, seasonal affective disorder. But according to the study, the first month of the year is when people feel the most need for a boost. Uh, spending time with friends and family is the top way that people combat January blues, followed by listening to music, relaxing, going outdoors. Unfortunately, the average person spends just under an hour a day outdoors in the winter with only 44 minutes of that indirect sunlight. And one in five people get only between one and 15 minutes a day, usually because it's so cold outside. That's cold why and we windy. don't want to go out there or just get worse. And this is the longest month of the year. Oh, my gosh. January goes on forever. It does. I mean, it's like we still have over a week left of January. I'm like, wait, how is this possible? What is going on here with January? It's endless. Uh, I think that number, I mean, at least for me, it's. I think it's, I mean, I'm definitely more than eight days of the week that I'm sad, or eight days of the month that I'm sad, it comes and goes, you know? Oh, um, I see, I thought that was about right for me. About I eight? mean, now, just, that doesn't mean that I'm happy, but I'm not sad, you know? Okay, you're just okay. Just, like, indifferent, you know, where you're not like, oh, <laughs> but then there's, like, I'd say about eight days where I'm really sad, but January for sure is the hardest for me. I, do, I think I, I do suffer from the seasonal depression because I just get really down in the dumps. I get really tired. I get super antisocial where I just don't want to do stuff with people. Um, and I even tell my friends, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I this has nothing to do with you. I just am like a hermit in January. And uh, and what's cool is, you know, most people completely understand that. <laughs> and, and they're the same way. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, yeah, it's a thing, too. I did notice, though, it's 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 the obviously since December 21st was the peak, it's starting to get lighter out later. And it's a little thing. But I noticed because leaving the TV station on Fridays, I drive home, pick up Laura and we go to dinner. And, you know, prior to the Christmas break, 445, it's dark out. It's like, eh, driving home this past Friday. It's like 445, 5 o'clock, still light out. I'm like, okay, we're starting to we're starting to inch in that right direction, which I like. Yeah, that definitely helps. Also this morning, there's a new survey out on American landmarks. And one question they asked was, what was your least favorite U.S. landmark? And there were more than 30 choices on that one. The one that got the most hate was... <laughs> The Hollywood sign, which isn't that shocking. The locals have restricted access to the Hollywood Hills, so it's hard to see up close legally. Um, so you're just seeing it from afar, like in the pictures and stuff. 8% of people who have seen the Hollywood sign said it was their least favorite landmark. Other unpopular ones were the Brooklyn Bridge, Times Square, 
the Hollywood Walk of Fame. On the flip side, though, people were asked about their favorite landmark. And Arlington National Cemetery was number one. 7% of people said it was the best. Other popular ones were Mount Rushmore, the National Mall in D.C., the Pearl Harbor National Memorial, and the Statue of Liberty. You got a standout one for you? Landmarks. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. That's a really tough question. I don't go to a, la- a lot of landmarks. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I guess I like the Brooklyn Bridge. I thought it was really cool. I, it's really beautiful. And I think I feel like you have to walk it. Like, that's just one of the touristy things you have to do when you go to New York. What about you? Um, you know, we're living in Washington, D.C. for almost, I guess, five years I was there. There's so many. mentioned Arlington Cemetery. At one point, our, the way our radio station was located, I would drive through Arlington Cemetery to get to the radio station. Um, there's just so much to see there in Washington, D.C. But for and, and it's not considered a landmark. Or is it Yellowstone National Park? Driving through Yellowstone, the first time we drove through it, we just, we rushed through it because we wanted to get to our destination. Like, vroom, like we didn't stop and enjoy Yellowstone. So the second time we went through it, we stopped and soaked in the sights and sounds. And Yellowstone, though it's not technically a landmark, it's, yeah, it's an awesome place to see. Yeah, I mean, there's like, like if we're talking national parks and stuff, definitely. That's a, that's a beautiful one. That, um, And then also one I've always wanted to go to, I don't know if it's considered a national park, but like the, just the big bear area. I've never been there before. I've always wanted to go there. And so many of my friends will go up there and like get an Airbnb and stuff. And it always looks so pretty up there. You can do some, uh, yeah, we used to do, um, um, snowboarding up there. Yeah. And, uh, a buddy of mine had a cabin up there. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Easy to get to too. Um, finally this morning, we've been talking a lot about stuff we've seen on TikTok, and, uh, here's another one. Are you hung over on a Monday because you drank too much? Maybe you were watching football yesterday. Well, here's some helpful advice from TikTok to cure your hangover. Just do this. Dunk your face in ice water over and over again. People have been claiming it can instantly cure a hangover. So a doctor recently weighed in and there actually is some science behind it. It activates something called the drive, the diver's reflex that can snap you out of feeling bad because it tells your body to send more oxygen to your vital organs. And it's the same reflex that makes babies hold their breath underwater cure maybe pushing it a little bit the same hack made the rounds a while back and it sounds like the effect is very temporary that's what experts say um if you want to try it they say just fill a bowl with ice water dunk your entire face in it for 10 seconds and repeat it two more times most people immediately say it worked and then they i think then once they kind of get back to normal and they say, never mind. I feel bad again. But, um, I have not heard that hangover cure before. I feel like that's somebody you'd see in a 1980s movie. It's in a Huey Lewis in the news for that uh, the music video. I want a new drug. He does that. He's I remember what seeing that in eighties. He dips his head into a, a sink filled with, with ice water. I'm like, why is he doing that? Not really realizing he's hung over or something, but I feel like that was a thing that they did in comedy movies in the 80s. I feel like that's a good thing for your skincare regime. Like, it really is going to kind of firm things up. And so, I I mean, I wash my face with really cold water every morning. It is the worst. But I feel like it does me a little good on the skin thing. Oh, that's the thing that you actually, not because the water's still warming up, you you purposely wash your face with cold water oh, every morning? Oh, yeah. Really? 100% with cold water. It Well, it wakes me up, number mm-hmm. one. And I just feel like you know things kind of wake up and get tighter and i i think i don't know if it works i have no science to back that up but uh, you know what sorry you do have science 
Well, I your skin mean, is perfect. Well, yes, I appreciate <laughs> you saying right that, there. but I also am wearing makeup and stuff. So, yeah, let's not get too excited here. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee without the makeup, it's just as good, my friend. I don't you, know you, about you, that. You have beautiful skin. You have beautiful skin over there. Snap. That's Rosalind Snap on Mix 94.1. Your tickets to see Bruno Mars coming up in just a couple of minutes. Big weekend of football. Uh, I was sorry to see that your Cowboys lost this weekend. I know you were probably uh, pretty heartbroken about that. Uh, but again, it was an honor that they were already there. My team's already golfing in Mexico, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, tell them to save a uh, tea time for Dak yeah. and the rest of the Cowboys. They were heading down there. It's funny because uh, I have a friend that I was talking to on Friday, and her boyfriend's family are diehard, not her boyfriend, but her boyfriend's family are diehard, diehard 49ers fans. And we we're talking about the game and going to the weekend. I'm like, so, yeah, I'm excited about my Cowboys. And she's like, I'm secretly rooting for your Cowboys. Like, why, well, why are you rooting for the Cowboys? And she was telling me that his family is so diehard Niners fans. They have these over-the-top parties every time the Niners are playing. It is like their life is 49ers. And because of that, they're always going over to the games and these parties and drinking and this, that, and everything. And she told me, she's like, I just, I'm tired of going over there. I'm, I'm tired of having to be there on a Sunday. I, I don't think I can handle a couple more uh, 49ers games. If they make it to the Super Bowl, having to deal with that. She's like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I'll be there at the party. I'll be, yay, go 49ers for, for the family. But in my mind, she was secretly rooting for the Cowboys to win. Unfortunately, it didn't happen for her, but secretly rooting for her team to lose. I, uh, I, I've never secretly rooted for my team to lose, but I secretly root for other teams to lose. And not it, it has nothing to do with any of my teams. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I have a friend who's a really good friend, but they are the most obnoxious fan of the Houston Astros. And I cannot stand the Houston Astros because of this one person. I, well, there's other reasons I can't stand them, but oh my gosh, whenever they play, I'm like, please lose, please lose. I don't want to listen to him be like, woo, they were. So I always secretly root against the Astros. <laughs> always. Anyone secretly root against a team and why are you secretly rooting against the team. And then let me ask you, Mercedes, with, with, with two girls that played sports growing up, have you ever secretly rooted against your daughter's team? Because let's say, I don't know, Brooklyn has a, a game and a tournament. If they win, that means you got to stay an extra three hours or you got to go stay overnight and play tomorrow. But ah, if they lose, you get to go home early. That would ha- that actually their last tournament that we were in uh, Phoenix, I wasn't rooting against, but I was thinking, oh, man. We're going to be cutting it close on our flight home if they win. And so they won the first match. And I was like, and they won really handily. So I was like, okay, we're probably going to win this one. And that means that there's going to be a one hour break. And then they play. And then if they play then, then they have to play again. I'm like, oh my gosh, we are going to miss our flight back to Vegas. So the second match comes up, they lose. And I'm like, oh gosh, so they have to go to a third set. And I'm sitting there like... I want them to win, but if they don't, at least we'll be on time. <laughs> and they did not win. And I was like, well, we're going to make our flight now. <laughs> That's the upside. <laughs> so, I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I, I, and, and I told her that, too. I was like, you know, I I go, I'm, so, I'm sorry that you lost, but at least we're going to make our flight home. She's like, no, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stuck here for another five hours. Yeah, I'm happy, too, Mom. Yeah, sometimes you just got to you know put the vibes a certain way, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, this hour, those tickets to go see Bruno Mars. That's at 825 when you win. Heads up.
Have you? you? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I mentioned this is Bruno Mars. Tickets are coming up here. You're going to go see Bruno Mars. Your ticket's in about five minutes. Those are yours when you win heads up. Have you ever had someone say something to you and you're just like dumbfounded? Where where you can't decide if they were just being nice, helpful, or if it was kind of passive aggressive or rude. I <laughs> weekend. No. I don't know. I maybe it wasn't rude. Maybe it was just maybe I it was weird. But um, I was talking to someone and I was like, "Hey, how are you?" And the first thing they say to me is, "Hey, you sound like you're sick." And I'm like, "Not <laughs> healthy." I'm like try I clear my throat and I'm like <clears throat> Oh really? Yeah, you sound really sick. I'm like They followed up with really, really sick. Really sick. Oh, yeah. Great. I'm like, um <clears throat> how's that? <laughs> no, you sound sick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sick. What what's... and so I was so paranoid about it. I'm like, do I sound like I'm sick? What is going on? I just didn't know how to respond. And I so I was like, Well, I'm not and they're like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> this is in person or on the phone? This was, this was like on FaceTime. Uh-huh. And I was like, dear Lord. No, I'm not. And they're like, you sure? Yep, I'm sure. Huh, okay. So, and then that was that. But the whole time I was kind of annoyed. I was what the heck? Do I sound sick? I was, have you ever had someone say something to you and you just had no r- real response for that statement where they just made some observation that they felt like they needed to share with you or they said something that, you know, when they, when people start things with like, Hey, don't take this the wrong way, oh, but great. it's like, Oh, great. I'm going to take it the wrong way <laughs> or don't take this personally, but I always start cringing. I'm like, stop. Stop. Don't. Because I'm going to take it personally. <laughs> don't say it. Just move on. What? Uh, when did someone like make a statement to you and you literally had no response for it? But this person with you, I think we've all been in that situation where someone might say, hey, do you, are you sick? And you're like, no. Oh, okay. You know, you sound it. And then, then they kind of move on, maybe. But this person kept, really? You sure? Like, kept like plant, saying it so often. I mean, in the back of your mind, like, am I sick now? Like, what's going on here? I was seriously trying to figure out if I was maybe sick. And then <laughs> You sounded I, great on Friday. Like, Look at what the Friday. heck is going on with me? Like, th- maybe I am sick. Maybe I didn't realize that I was sick. But, oh, no. Yeah. They they were like, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I am sure that I am not sick. But thank you for asking. I appreciate it. I remember that uh, I talked about that girl that I dated in D.C. We went to, uh, it was like a barbecue at our dad's house. Her parents were divorced. We went there and I met her dad. And it was her uncle that said this to me. I think it was her uncle uh, so long ago. But I'm, I'll never forget what he said. And she introduced me and so, you know, he works at such and such a radio station here in town. And he goes, oh, you can make a living from that. <laughs> you like, can. <laughs> it was like, kind of pause. <laughs> I just remember, like, uh, yeah, okay. But the way he said it was like, are you being like sarcastic? Are you being serious? I, it was just the weirdest thing. You can make a living from that. I'm like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Why would you not assume that I could? No, I just do this for, you know... To live in poverty. Yeah, I just, yeah, you know, I, I like living in poverty and it's just fun to say I'm on the radio. It was just the weirdest thing in the way he said it, too. It was almost like, you know, judging me for what I did. And I don't know, it was just a weird thing. Oh, you can make a living from doing that. Uh, yeah. When does what someone, do you do? Like, make some comment that made you feel either judged or that was like borderline. You couldn't figure out if it was rude or not. Um, Allie, good morning. What was said to you? So I go get massages and my masseuse this last time was like, you look rougher than usual today. Are you good? Rougher <laughs> than usual? What? And the- I, I soured and shaved my legs. 
<laughs> you're lucky I shaved my legs. <laughs> my goodness. Or when people say, oh, you look tired. Like, don't say that out loud. Don't say that. I don't, I, I probably feel tired, but I didn't need you to tell me that. Now I feel really bad. Yeah. What if you're not tired though? What if you're in a great mood? Like, oh, you look tired. Like what? I'm, I feel fantastic. I slept eight hours. I took a nice shower, but I liked uh, the last caller there. You look rougher than usual. So you're telling I normally look rough. This is a little extra rougher today. Now I look really rough. Wow. Steph, do you, does anyone say anything like that to you? There was a... My dad's friend came up to me and I was wearing these like high waisted black leggings and she goes, are you hiding something from, from us? I'm like, what are you talking about hiding something from you? She goes, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, are you telling me these leggings make me look fat? She goes, no. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I just thought that you were pregnant and you just didn't want to say anything yet. Oh, oh gosh. Well, so then why am I going to tell you? Yes. Exactly. Like, out of all the people, if, if I was, why would I, out of anyone, who would tell you. But, oh, I thought I was pregnant. I just gained a little weight. Sunny says, my grandma told me I look way prettier with makeup on. <sighs> Grandmas have a knack for doing that. The grandmas or aunts will just say things that you're like whoa okay um rev says i get really annoyed when someone tells me that i look like i've lost weight when i know for a fact i've gained it <laughs> well um this one says it's like when you say sorry to someone and they say are you <laughs> hey i'm really sorry are you are you <laughs> yes i am really sorry stop questioning this not anymore my sorry. now that you questioned me i'm not sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> oh gosh that's funny uh let's do this right now heads up so call our 20 got your phone there give us a call 702-364-9400 your caller 20 you're playing heads up for a huge prize we have your tickets right now to see bruno mars Back at the Dolby Live at Park MGM. These tickets are for February 1st, and you're going. Just be caller 20. You get to pick your category and your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will be there. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning, Ryan. You're caller 20. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready to play Heads Up? Let's do it. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with public library, green juice, Legos, um, daisies, or watermelon? Let's go with Legos. Legos. Okay, uh, International Lego Day is coming up on Saturday. These are all different classic toys, Okay. Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. Ryan, 60 seconds on the clock. My friend, you get six correct. You're going to go see Bruno Mars, and you start now. This thing is on a string, and then you drop it, and then it comes back up. Yo-yo. Yes. Um, this has different colors on each side, and you twist them. Um, to Rubik's Cube. Yes. This is, um, you tried to keep this thing alive when, like, in the late 90s, um, you would find fa- Yes. <laughs> this is, you put this around your waist and swing around. Hulu. Yes. Um, she hooks up with Ken. Um, there's all different colors. Co- yes. Um, these are little cars and they, you, yes! yes, oh my God, <laughs> let's go, dang, Ryan, you were awesome, congratulations, nice, Ryan, you're going to go see Bruno Mars, you're all set, buddy, Ooh. congratulations.
Thank you, thank you. That show is going to be amazing. You are in for free. And what's nice is we have these tickets all week long. Your chance to see Bruno Mars again, 8 o'clock hour tomorrow with Heads Up. I could have my Gucci. I gotta know, Steph, uh, coming up next hour, we are going to give you a chance to win a staycation over at Caesars Palace and give you tickets, uh, possibly, to check out Weekends with Adele over at the Coliseum. And over the weekend, you went and saw the show. Steph, what did you think? Oh, my gosh. She was incredible. I understand why she wanted to pause last year and resume this year because it was from start to finish every single song had a production from it and what was awesome is she kind of started in the beginning saying hey the show it's gonna start small but then it's gonna get massive and i didn't understand it for some reason but then as each song progressed she was fabulous and i understand also too why she wanted it intimate in a little theater at at the coliseum But every seat there was awesome. It was like a stadium tour brought to the theater, and I would watch her a thousand times more. It was so good. I'm looking. um, Did you go on Saturday? I did, yes. Okay, I'm looking at the playlist, because she does change um, a couple of the songs in there. um, And I'm looking at the playlist and seeing what you got. I mean, she opens with Hello and goes into Easy on Me. And like Steph said, it kind of, she says that. It starts out small and it's kind of slow. And then it just... Gets bigger and bigger. Oh, she sang Skyfall. I love that oh, song. During Skyfall is when my jaw dropped. Yeah. I mean, I remember that one. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I don't want to have any spoilers, but when that song starts, it's like, what's going on? Wait, is that what I think it is? Oh my God, it is. And I, it, oh, it was so good. But there's moments in the show, which is really awesome, is she'll stop during songs and she'll talk to the audience. And there was a point where she walked down to the audience and she was asking a question. And I was like, why is she asking this question? And she said, hey, you, what's your name? What was a favorite memory from your childhood? And she went around and she's asking all these questions and she ends with hers. And I thought her memory was so cute. And she changes her memory each time. So I don't know if she's going to say it next time she does her show, but it was cute. She said, when my dad was younger, and she has a little British accent, when I was younger, my dad dropped me off in a trash bag. She, they dressed her up in a trash bag at her grandparents' house. And she was, um, they ring the doorbell, the doorbell, and her dad drives away. And it's a surprise, I'm here. And her grandparents were so excited. And she said that was one of her favorite memories as a childhood, is dressing up as a trash bag and saying surprise on it and in front of her grandparents' house. Aww. I thought it was so She cute. definitely did not tell that memory when she when I went to see her <laughs> the two times I've seen her. She was, uh, I can't remember the memories, but I would have remembered the trash bag, that's for sure. <laughs> but so they go around and the audience, she'll ask an audience member to tell a random story from your childhood or from, from when they were young? Is that the song she goes into then? Exactly. Yes. Are the people in the audience long-winded or are they pretty quick with their stories? You know what? They were actually pretty quick. I thought they would be like some slurring because of their people drinks. But no, they were cute. 30-minute stories. (laughs) They're like, oh, my first concert was in sync and they would say Mm. that and they would say or when it was me roller skating with my friends. It was so, so awesome. I remember um, there was this woman that she, I think her name was Shirley. I can't remember for sure, but she was an older woman and she's like, what's a favorite memory of yours, Shirley? And she's like, 
being able to stand in front of you. This is a memory I'll never ever forget. And she, like I said, she was older, and and she and she's like, stop it! You're gonna make me cry. Stop it! And she's like, this is just the most exciting night of my entire life. And she's like, oh my gosh! It was just, it was really cute. Do you want to go around? If she, let's say Mercedes, you're in the crowd. Hello, what is your name? <laughs> oh boy, uh, favorite <laughs> memory. I'm trying to think. Like the the first thing that popped into my head. Um, is when um I was I guess I was a junior in high school and uh I got asked to a dance and I was completely shocked that someone asked me to a dance it was a homecoming dance and the guy asked me to this dance and I was like oh oh my gosh like I don't know I just didn't really get that was not my scene I just didn't really get asked to dances and stuff and so I was like I said yes and then I went home that day and I told my mom I was like mom got asked to a dance and she was like, really? And I was like, do I have any dresses I can wear? She's like, oh, no, we're going to go buy you a dress. And I'll never forget, she took me to Southwest Plaza and it took me to Gantos. Does anybody remember Gantos? That was the store. And she bought me this emerald green dress, like total 90s dress with like the 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 tight bodice and like um, sparkles and then the the um off the shoulders there was all these like ruffles it just looked like something out of 90210 like but it was i was so proud to walk in with this fancy dress that my mom got for me and i remember when we got when i I was trying on a bunch of them and she goes that's the one that's the one and i was like oh my gosh she's gonna buy this for me it was expensive i couldn't believe it it was really exciting i love that memory yeah Uh, what about for you uh steph hold on a second i was thinking um where's the this is the song I'm thinking of when you come out of the uh, the dressing room. What's this? What's the store called? Uh, Gantos. So you're in the dressing room and then you put it on and you come out. Yeah, she. I tried on a bunch of other ones, just didn't look right, and I came out in this one, the green one. She's like, oh, that's the one. Oh, I love that's that. the one. So I always remember that one. That was a really good memory. Well, I that's have. a sweet one. How about you? Uh, for me, uh, you know, growing up, I had I got a three wheeler when I was younger, and my my ATV, my three wheeler was black. And my best friend, Sean Tuhill, got one as well, and his was red. And Sean's family owned a flea market about a mile away from my house. And it was like it was a ritual. Every Saturday, we'd put my three-wheeler on a trailer. We'd drive down to the flea market, and my parents would dump me off at the flea market with Sean. And we would spend all day on our three-wheelers. There was a huge farm, the Paxton Farm, next to his flea market. They had 800 acres. And we would just go out there and ride all morning. We'd come back. We'd gas up. We'd, we'd get lunch at the flea market. And we'd go back out and just ride all afternoon. It was just, I don't know, it was fun. It was also peaceful, too, because we'd stop in these huge, wide-open fields, just kind of sit there and just like hang out and talk and then start riding again and just do it literally all day long. And then when the day was over, my parents would come down with the trailer. They'd pick up my three-wheeler. We'd go back to my house, and we'd do it all again the following weekend. It's like when you spend so much time outdoors when you were a kid and stuff, and it's just like those are the best memories. I look back and like, man, I wish I could do that again, go back to those fields, because I remember just like stopping and just just the openness of 800 acres of farm field around you, no one around us. We just turn off our three wheelers and just sit there and chit chat, and then we start riding again. It was just, it was awesome. That sounds awesome. What about you, Steph? 
This goes back to elementary school when I, my school was right next to my grandparents' house. It was just like a mile away. And my favorite person when I was little was my grandpa. And he would pick me up from school. And I guess what he would do, and I I vaguely remember this, but I do remember getting excited when I saw him, is he always had, like when I was in preschool, he had a bottle waiting for me. And I was still too old for a bottle. And I was, I would say like four years old. He goes, I have something for you. He'd pick me up. I was like, Papa, I'd run to him. And then um, what he would do is he had a bottle in his back pocket. He goes, don't tell your mom, but I got you a bottle of milk. <laughs> and he would pick me up from school. We'd go over to my grandparents' house. And we would wait for my grandma to get back uh, from work because he was retired, but she wasn't yet. And then she'd come home and she would cook Filipino food for me. And it's just one of my favorite memories as a kid is just going to grandparents' house right after school. I love it, babes. I love it, babes. <laughs> yes, a great babes. memory, babes. <laughs> oh, babes, thanks for coming to my show, babes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, is, that is, if you're lucky enough to have your grandparents growing up, that was always a treat. Like, for some reason, mom would pick you up from school and take you to the grandparents' house. Like, yes. oh, get to go see grandma and grandpa. Pappy, I never want to leave. I didn't want to yeah. go home. I just want to stay at my grandparents' house. <laughs> oh, that was always the funnest place to be. <laughs> yeah. No rules when you're with the grandparents. No, not at all. So next hour, it's talking about Adele. Like, we started the conversation. Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live. You can experience all of this at Caesars Palace Coliseum at Caesars Palace 920. You want to be here for your chance. Then up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Who is easier to raise? Boys or girls? A new survey out from parents uh, says there is definitely a distinct winner. We'll tell you who that is. Also Fireball being sued because you may not be getting Fireball in the bottle will explain and a library um has a fee on an overdue book guess how much a 58 year overdue book oh boy <laughs> costs we're gonna tell you coming up next in the hot three Let's go. here we go three, two. it's time for the hot three on mix nutty 4.1 Who's easier to raise, boys or girls? Parents were asked that question in a new nationwide poll. What do you think they said? Boys or girls? Boys. Boys? Boys. Why do you say that? There's that antiquated phrase. Well, that's a dumb phrase. I'm going to go a different direction with this. Um, I think, um, actually, you know what? I'm sorry, Mercedes. I'm going to flip this. And I'm going to say girls are easier to raise. And I'm going to say girls are easier to raise because they are more responsible. Boys are wild. I mean, just, you never know what's going to happen to them. Looking back at my childhood, all the stupid stuff I did as a kid. My sister, she was responsible. Girls are more responsible than boys. Girls are more easier to raise. Do you think that it's a firstborn thing versus a middle thing? Like maybe a firstborn boy would be more responsible, or do you think it's the definitely the genders? I think it's the genders. I think okay. girls and girls are more responsible uh, than boys. Steph, what do you think? Who's easier to raise, boys or girls? I'm with JC. I think girls are easier to raise. Just based off of my siblings, I'm the only girl, and I have three brothers. And my brothers got into a lot of trouble. I mean, so much trouble. They they moved a lot of schools. So I'm going to stick to the, to the girls. Girls are easier to raise. Parents were asked this, and here's what they said. 43% of parents polled believe it is easier to raise a girl. You guys are uh, right with the majority. 37% think a boy 
gives you less grief. And 20% of parents say there really is not a difference. Not a difference at all. With two girls, I mean, you don't have have a boy to compare to, but how was it raising your two girls? And I mean, you you and Matt did a spectacular job on raising two smart, beautiful girls. Well, we're still in the midst of it, so it's (laughs) It's not not over yet. yet. Um, But I will say, like, early years, so easy. So easy. So chill. Like, just, like, no issues at all. As they got older, is a little more difficult. <laughs> like once once they hit puberty, it's like, whoa, what's going on here? So, and it's not like even them specifically. I mean, it is sometimes, but um, it's just like that age is. There's a lot of stuff they have to go through, mm-hmm. and it's a, a lot more difficult. But I would still say that for the most part, that it was easier. Well, I don't know. I I look at my siblings too, and I think my parents struggled more with. My one brother, but my other brother was so easy. I don't know. That's that's a tough question. Do your girls ever try to pull something over you like a fast one? And you're like, listen, kids, I wrote the rule book. You're not going to get this past me. Or do you think they do you think they pull the fast one on you? Whether it be oh yeah, sneaking out or something or they like they'll say, oh yeah, I was not on, I I wasn't even on my phone. It's been downstairs this whole time. Oh really? Because um, it says that you checked the snap that I sent you two minutes ago. Well, I just checked where, like, uh, like they think that I'm so technology dense that I have no idea, and I can track everything that they do on there, everything, and they have no idea. Well, now they do. Kids, you know, you're playing with right here. You're not going to get this past me. I see it all. Victoria says, I have three boys, one girl. Boys are way easier. Interesting. Well, I, I mean, I think that boys are probably easier as they get older. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yes. Um, Also this morning, if you have been drinking Fireball, you may want to listen up. The makers of Fireball Whiskey are being sued because some of their mini bottles don't actually contain whiskey. Anything you buy at a liquor store probably does. But in states where gas stations and grocery stores can't sell liquor, they've also been selling another version. To get around the laws, they lowered the alcohol content and changed the label. They look just like normal mini bottles, but instead of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, the label says Fireball Cinnamon, and they only cost around $1. So there's this lawsuit that claims that they did not make it clear that this is not the real stuff. Normal Fireball is 66% or 66 proof or 33% alcohol, and the gas station version is a malt beverage with whiskey flavoring that is only 33% proof. Or 33 proof or 16 and a half percent alcohol. The label says it's a quote malt beverage with natural whiskey and other flavors. The lawsuit claims it's not clear that they mean whiskey flavors. If they win, anyone who bought those mini bottles in 12 states could actually get some money. But then there's still alcohol at 16 proof. Yeah, but it's not whiskey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's mm. malt liquor. And so people are buying it thinking that they're they're buying whiskey. And that's not the case at all. You ever get into Fireball? No, no. I had it one time and that was enough for me. I'm not a fan. You? I never got into Fireball. Uh, was it Goldschlinger? Goldschlager? Goldschlager. Goldschlager. Is that what it's called? Yeah. With the actual gold flakes inside it? Was it really gold flakes inside Goldschlager? Yeah, there was. Yeah. That's that, fancy. That's a, that's a fancy way to pay a visit to the bathroom and then you're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's art. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, a British library just waived a fee for a book that had been overdue. 
for 58 years. In 1964, the seven, uh, 17 year, then 17-year-old David Hickman checked out the law for motorists from the Dudley Library before a court visit over a minor traffic violation. Well, when he moved to London in 1970, he took the book with him. He says he used to come across it now and then and think, oh, gosh, I got to pop that back next time I'm in Dudley. Well, he even considered posting it anonymously, and then he decided he would face the music and take it back in person. So the library manager, her name's Sharon Whitehouse, she she was kind of shocked to get the return, seeing as how he had racked up a $52,400 fee on the book. She waived it. She said she was happy to see it returned with its original cardboard tickets and is happy to donate it to a local museum and he will not have to pay the (laughs) $52,000. What if he gets there? Get him, guys. Oh, my gosh. That, I mean, that could pay for a lot of new books. That was very nice of them, for sure. His book's a little outdated, too. Those laws have probably changed (laughs) since 1964. Uh, At 9 o'clock hour, Adele. Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Be here at 920. Taylor Swift, Antiheroes, that is the number one song in the country, but Mercedes has a story coming up in What's Trending. Taylor's reign might be coming to an end. It could be, that's for sure. But first, let's talk about Jerk or Justified. This is your chance to have us discuss something that you might be going through, maybe arguing with someone about right now. Are you a jerk or are you justified? Is someone you know a jerk or are they justified? You just have to send us your situation. You can do that through our website at Mix941.fm. This one reads, Hi, Mercedes and JC. I will keep this quick. My friend works at a PT's and my husband's best friend, we can call him Ken, asked her out for drinks. The problem? Ken is married and is not aware that the bartender is a friend of mine. She recognized him from photos, and Ken was also talking about where he works, so my friend put two and two together. Would I be a jerk if I tell Ken's wife that her man is asking other women out? I would want to know, but I might be in the minority in this. Advice needed, signed anonymous. It's always tricky getting involved in other people's issues, isn't it? (laughs) But if you've got the information and it's your friend... You got to say something, right? I think you say it in an innocent way and let them do the the thinking. Let them start analyzing. Just be like, "Oh my gosh, so and so was at this bar and th- um he met my friend so and so. Your husband met my friend so and so. Yeah, I guess they hit it off. I guess she said he was nice. Uh, and then he, she'll be like, "Wait a second, what?" I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Brilliant. Just throw it out there and then let her start doing the investigative work. That way you're out of it. But you just made a nonchalant comment. Do you do it just to her or do you do you drop the ball when Ken's around as well? Like, let's say you guys go out to dinner this weekend. Do you bring it up like, hey, Ken, you know, my bartender, Rebecca, PTs, she said you were in there and you, you just you were super nice to her. Or do you, just, do you just give the news to the wife and leave Ken out of it? I, I I think Ken will have time to make up some sort of scenario. So you say it when she's around only. And not Ken. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, my friend uh, that's a bartender at PT says she met your husband. She recognized him from the pictures. How random is that? Oh, yeah, 
he likes PTs. He likes to go there. <laughs> yeah, she said that um, he was really nice and was like, we should all go hang out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> what? I did not hear about that. You know, I don't, I, you know what? I forget what she said, but she mentioned like going, I don't even know. I can't remember what she said. Now wife is going to go ask him about this. And now he can kind of dig a hole or, or do whatever he has to do. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Do you say something? Do you keep your mouth shut? Do you, do you not assume that that's not okay in their relationship? Maybe they're okay with that. There's a lot of, I've learned, there are a lot of people that are fine with stuff like that. Open relationships, yeah. yeah open marriage, yeah. So you, maybe that's their situation. You tell, like, oh, yeah, Ken mentioned her. She's going to come over. We're going to have some fun this weekend. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, so you have to be aware of that. Maybe they're, they're totally cool with something like that. Um, let's go to some of your comments here. Let's see. Send her something anonymously is what Christy says. Heather says, if I were the wife, I would want to know. However, I've been in your shoes before. I did not say anything because it was out of bounds with my husband's best friend. We let him know what he was doing is wrong and should stop, but we never got involved. It's a tough place to be in for sure. And just know that either way, the coulda, woulda, shouldas will still haunt you. Uh, This one says from Lee, why not ask your husband to talk to Ken first? That's a good point. Like, Ken, you dummy, what yeah. are you doing? Hey, buddy, how would you, would you want to know, like, would you be offended if, let's say Matt had to do, uh, there's another photographer, there's a photographer thing here, photography thing here in town, so Matt is having dinner with a colleague, female, and they, they have a meeting tonight, they go out to dinner, just to discuss some pictures and stuff, whatever. Would you be offended if a friend of yours, like, messaged, like, hey, I'm at, uh, PT's, and, and Matt's here with another woman, just want to give you a heads up. Would you be offended, or would you be kind of flattered that this friend is watching out for you but at the same time like what are you implying are you implying that something's going on between matt and his friend i mean i would just take it for what it is a concerned friend i wouldn't be like oh thank you so much no i'd just be like oh yeah that's just a co-worker i i, I guess i wouldn't put that much stock into it what would you do if the situation were the same for you oh if so if lars and she has you know male co-workers that she does meetings and stuff with i i would not if someone you know i think it's funny if they're like, hey, I saw Lars at dinner last night, and she was there with some dude, and like, oh yeah, that's that's you know that that's Tom, and they worked together, and they had a meeting last night. I wouldn't be offended by it. Yeah, I I don't think anyone is trying to do something that would be considered like rude. Mm-hmm. I think they're just trying to make you aware. Most people are saying, you know, you should say something though. Uh, Jody says, hundred percent, you should say something if they have an arrangement. No harm, no foul. If they don't, he's a scumbag. <laughs> Easy as that. Jerk justified or scumbag. That's- the new, uh, yeah. new segment. Hey, weekends with Adele, your chance to win tickets to go see uh, Adele, including that staycation. Uh, Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That's coming up here in just about eight minutes. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. All right. Miley Cyrus is trending this morning. She is killing it. Her new single, single Flowers, it is a certified smash. It just hit a major milestone on Friday. It became the most streamed song in a single week in Spotify history. Spotify itself paid tribute to her, posting the milestone to Twitter and noting that she can now buy her own flowers like she couldn't before. Uh, the impressive showing of the single bodes very well for it coming out on top of the Billboard Hot 100 when the charts come out today. The previous holder of the record 
was BTS with Butter, which set a then record of 99.37 million Spotify streams in its first seven days. I think this is a lot, too, about the album. When the album comes out, was it March the album's coming out? I mean, this is big news for Miley Cyrus. The video, too. She is in amazing shape right now. She's just uh, really killing it, and the album's coming out in March, and just cannot wait to hear all of that. So, yeah, nice job, Miley, on that. From Miley to Kylie, Kylie Jenner is trending this morning, and her son, Wolf, is not Wolf anymore. She announced that their baby boy will now be called Air. A-I-R-E. She made the announcement on Instagram Saturday. She also shared a full picture of her son revealing his full face for the first time ever. Kylie and Travis Scott originally named him Wolf Jacques Webster, but she announced on March 21st that they had changed it, saying we really just didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing Wolf everywhere. A source says that while the couple liked Wolf at first, they ultimately wanted to choose the perfect name that they both loved. The couple recently called it quits for the second time. I think both names are really cool. I think the name Wolf, is it's, it's a neat name. Hey, Wolf. And then Air, that also has a cool feel to it as well. Yeah, it's uh, definitely Air. A lot of people were wondering what that E is. It airy? What, what, how do you say it? But she clarified. It's air like the air you breathe. So that is trending this morning. And then finally, this morning, Wendy's is trending. I had no idea there was such a huge following for the Vanilla Frosty. It's back for the winter. I guess they put it on pause in June to make way for the Strawberry Frosty. And people went nuts. They were so angry. Then... When the strawberry frosty had run its course, they replaced it with a peppermint frosty. So the vanilla frosty fans were still angry. While well, it's back, um, of course, the brand's signature chocolate frosty has been available on nationwide on nationwide menus. No word on whether or not Wendy's plans to introduce its next seasonal frosty flavor and if vanilla is going to go away. I hope not because people get crazy about this stuff. But you can find the new vanilla frosty at participating Wendy's locations nationwide right now, and that is what's trending. We still have one more prize for you this morning, and that's tickets to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. They are coming your way in just about 15 minutes. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thanks for kicking off your week with us. We are so grateful to have you here. Make sure you stick around. J-Love is coming up next. He'll get you through your work day. We will be back tomorrow. We have a ton of stuff to give away. We've got more of those Nickelback tickets. They just announced they're doing their, their tour and they're stopping in Vegas. And we've got your tickets. We'll have more tickets for you to see Bruno Mars. More of those Paw Patrol tickets. I know so many parents are going crazy for those and more passes for you to go check out the harlem globetrotters a lot going on tomorrow and also tomorrow it's try it tuesday the the item we're going to be trying tomorrow i'm actually having a mixed reaction at first i was like all about it like yes yes this is uh, this is gonna be cool and now i'm really questioning whether or not this is the right thing for us to try but we'll be doing that in the eight o'clock hour make sure you're listening for that and right now it's time for the line of the day here is a lesson learned if you think someone sounds sick don't ask them if they are sick or maybe ask them once just don't press it three times i was talking to someone and i was like hey how are you and the first thing they say to me is, hey, you sound like you're sick. And I'm like, not <laughs> healthy. Oh, really? Yeah, you sound really sick. I'm like, I'm like um, <clears throat> how's that? 
No, you sound sick. I'm like, I'm not sick. This person wouldn't let it go. They would not let it go. Finally, I, I convinced myself I was sick. <laughs> Guys, I got to go. I'm not feeling too well. Well, that'll do it for show number 1765 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.